Hello and welcome to Look for the Helpers. My name is Amber Gonzalez, the Education Coordinator for ICT-SOS. When our favorite neighbor Fred Rogers was a boy and would see scary things in the news, his mother would say to him, Look for the helpers. You will always see people helping. Today, the helpers we are looking to are David and Lynn Gilkey, founders of Rise Up for Youth, an organization educating, mentoring, and empowering the next generation. You can find contact information for Rise Up for Youth in the show notes on our website, www.ictsos.org forward slash blog. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on social media at ICTSOS. Today's episode is special because Rise Up for Youth is the beneficiary of this year's Race for Freedom. You can sign up for the virtual race at raceforfreedom.org. Hello, David and Lynn Gilkey. Hello, how you doing? I'm doing all right today. Um, I was really surprised by the cool weather all of a sudden. Yeah, it felt good outside. It felt today. really it good. Was good to turn off the air conditioning for a minute. Uh, yeah, I know. It's kind of disappointing. <laughs> oh, did you want some rain? I did. Yeah. I didn't, but the cool weather's all right. <laughs> <laughs> do you like the fall? Oh, yes. You do? Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're excited it's coming then, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't like the winter too much. But I don't fall, know. The fall. Spring and fall. It really stinks here in Kansas, though, because we only have spring and fall for like, what, three weeks each? <laughs> right. And then right. it's little tease. And then yeah. it's like, start. here we go. Yeah. Things could be real nice. Yeah. And then, boom. Nope. And then winter lasts for, for three years, it feels like. Well, we can't complain. We ain't really had a bad winter. So. I know. I know. It's true. It's, it's true. It's coming. You think so? Yeah, I've been, I, I don't. We about due for one. I've been hearing several people say, like, they say this winter is going to be real bad. And yeah. I don't know. They we said, haven't. They said that last year. But I know. Well, I just got a cute coat, so I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I got a ball <laughs> Bring it on. I got a cute coat. I need a new coat, and then I'll be excited oh, about wow. it. Maybe oh, some new boots cute. or something. <laughs> I love that. All right. How are you guys? We're, we're maintaining. You know, it's. it's Uncertain times, but, but we're hanging in there. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. How's everyone down at ICTSOS? ICTSOS. Well, we're kind of spread out right now, mostly working from home. Um, we've got three interns right now, so they pop in and out of the office, and Jen and I kind of pop in and out of the office depending on what we need. I just popped in to grab this equipment, and our Amazon uh, boxes were stacked wow. way up almost to the door again, which is great. Um, usually wow. fresh start items and stuff, so we That's really great. need that. But it's like every time I go in, we've got a whole new set of boxes, which is, <laughs> it's is fantastic. People have been um, very generous, very willing to help, um, especially as there's a lot of attention on, on our kids mm-hmm. around that conversation of trafficking right now. So people are jumping in on that. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. so I just jumped in and I said your names. I didn't say who you're with or kind of what we're doing here. So, um, David and Lynn Gilkey are with Rise Up for Youth and they are the recipients of our race this year. Um, we will see how the race goes because it's virtual. Um, we usually raise a whole lot of money for the organization. Um, and we know we've been pushing to get people outdoors and do kind of a virtual race. So we'll see what happens. Whatever, you know, whatever we're blessed with, we are definitely grateful. Very grateful. Really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I appreciate that you guys even thought of us, so... Are you kidding me? So I was, uh, I usually, whenever I'm on a podcast with somebody else, I'm bragging about Jen and how awesome she is. But I will say that you two are two people in this city that she brags on all the time. And anytime wow. your names come up, she's like, have you met them? You need to meet them. Oh my God, they're amazing. And so um, I, I hear phenomenal things about you two individually and then also about your organization. So I'm really excited. Um, I've had a tour of your place. I've seen 
seen you in schools as I've been there um, talking to, to kids on my own and I've seen you off talking to kids and so I know we kind of do some similar things um, and we've come and we've visited some of your mm-hmm. kids I know Jen's done some boxing with your kids oh, yeah. um, and so I'm, I'm kind of familiar but me personally I don't I don't feel like I've gotten the fullness of who you guys are so I'm really excited that we get to do this today yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let Lynn start you off what the <laughs> girls do then I'll, I'll fill it in what the okay. young men do okay well, that's okay. It, it, it sounds like you want to know a little bit about us personally as far sure. as how we started the organization yeah yeah maybe we should go back yeah. and then we can kind of walk forward okay that sounds great that sounds good so David good. you still want me to start yes well, you know I like to follow your lead <laughs> <laughs> well um, the question is how did Rise Up For Youth start and I sure. will have to say that we honestly started out with two separate programs uh, David was working with young men and I was working with young ladies and um, boy back then it was what 2008 when I started uh, my program David's been doing it a lot longer than me but when I started my program the program was called CLASS, and a lot of people in the community uh, remembers that name, because CLASS was the acronym for Caring Ladies Assisting Students to Succeed, CLASS. And it was really a mentoring program geared toward high school girls, ages 14 to 18, that to kind of, you know, just motivate them and build their self-esteem and build their confidence enough so that they can make healthy lifestyle choices. And so we, we, you know, that's how it started. It was just me going into the schools, talking to young ladies that, you know, some of them were off track for graduation. Some of them were making bad choices. And, uh, you know, I just poured into them and shared my story of how I made a lot of bad choices when I was a teen and how, you know, we all make mistakes, but we can all bounce back and our, our past doesn't have to define our future. So it just kind of started out as a mentoring, you know, just mm-hmm. mentoring young ladies. But then it grew and it grew and it went from one school to, you know, to another school. And Davis program started to grow. And I think the community and particularly USD 259 started seeing a need for, for someone to come in and, and give young people real talk and from people who had experienced real life challenges and just to kind of, you know, motivate them and encourage them to graduate high school mm. and, uh, you know, hopefully go to post-secondary education. But, you know, some of our kids, that's not the path that they want. So we just wanted them to be healthy, successful adults. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. So you, whenever you started this, did you have a full-time job, career, and you started kind of doing this on the side? Well, or no, did you just I, I, jump in both feet? And well, I, I'm sure it's so much more yeah, complex than so that. It is so much more than that. And, and David, he would definitely tell you maybe how his this part. all happened because okay. I kind of, you know, jumped on his coattail because he really saw a need, and we both saw a need up for young girls to have that female positive role mm-hmm. model in their lives. And so he can share a little bit about how he got started and how we joined our programs together and then how those two separate programs became Rise Up For You. Okay. Well, You're up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I started in uh, 2005, uh, you know, had a pass, got kicked out of college on a football scholarship, uh, was addicted to crack for 16 years, uh, did time in prison, and then I ended up going to treatment to work on my drug addiction. And um, so, you know, I had a, God spoke to me in my sleep and told me I had a job to do. Hmm. And I didn't know what the job was gonna be. I thought it was to go out and speak to men and about, you know, changing your life, getting off drugs, et cetera. But hmm. that wasn't the job. So I went to uh, North High School. That was the first school. And I just walked in there with no paper, no pencil. And Denise Wren was the principal at the time. And I just said, I would like to come and volunteer to work with young men with attitudes and behavior problems. And she just so happened to be speaking to another principal at South High at the time. At that time, gangs were pretty uh, bad in our schools at that time. Uh, I was never in a gang or anything. And she said, can you come back on the fall and Monday, which I did, walked in the classroom. It was probably like 25 young men. And uh, most of them had some kind of ties with gang issues. Mm. 
Uh, and I knew that was the job. Hmm. Uh, and I, the, the name of the organization was Do You Want to Live or Die? Hmm. So it was, it was just fitting. Uh, and I started out as a gang prevention program. Hmm. And then I started getting a lot of calls from uh, other parents, mothers, wanting their sons in the program. Hmm. Uh, but they saying, well, my son is not in a gang. And I, so I said, well, I have to do something different. So I changed it up and started just start bringing in young men because they just needed that extra push. Hmm. Uh, and I said, well, uh, we're going to have to change the name. So we, I ended up changing it. It was Brotherhood now. It's called Brotherhood, just like the girls' program. is called Sisterhood okay. now. Uh, <clears throat> and, and it... And it just started growing and growing. It went from two, two high schools, which is at North and East, yeah. and now we're in six high schools. Wow. Uh, we're measuring close to 600 students right now. And uh, it's, really been, it's really been a blessing. Uh, and I can truly say, uh, working with the young men in the process of working with them, I have lost 18 young mm -hmm. men due to gang violence and violence, but you know, the good always outweigh the bad. I have really blessed a lot of young men that have graduated mm. and went off to college and doing great things. Mm. We, in the last six years, it's not six years, we had a 100% graduation rate. So that is truly a blessing. Uh, one thing about Rise Up Youth, I always like to let people know uh, what Lynn called our special sauce. Uh, that sets us apart from other youth programs that we're not a 20, we're not a nine to five organization, mm. we're 24 seven. Just like you know yourself, the job yeah. you guys do working with uh, human trafficking with the mm. young people, yeah. uh, you get that call, you move. We get those calls uh, any time of the night, morning, or whatever. We get up and we go and see what's going on with our young people. Uh, Lynn didn't mention she got a call. She had to deliver a baby at help deliver a baby what two, yeah. three in the morning. Now, well, you know, our girls come. The girls in the program come from all walks of life. Uh, you know, some of them are from two-parent households from to single-parent household. And then there's some that's in the foster care system. And the girl that David's talking about, uh, the young lady that David is talking about, she was uh, in one of the organizations in our community that uh, supports teen mothers. Okay. And, you know, she didn't have any family here. Mm -hmm. And me and her have built a very strong relationship and she wanted me to be in the room with her when she delivered her baby so that so I got to cut the umbilical cord oh. and, and help her push that baby out but mm -hmm. you know it was just it was just a blessing mm -hmm. for, for one that that she wanted me there and then for two that that you know that a program existed like Rise Up For You that uh, that cared so deeply about her situation and and so it's it's really, you know, we teach kids, but they teach us so much more mm -hmm. too. So, you know, like David said, we we've been around. We're, we're reaching over 600 kids, but the actual nonprofit is only five years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, David started in 2005. I started in 2008, but we just became a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just five years ago. And yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's grown. We are able to hire staff. We have a great staff. Great staff. Uh, Shout uh, out to the staff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, executive director Ariel, he came in and took a lot of pressure off because oh, Lynn was doing the executive part plus going out with the girls, and that yeah. was just overwhelming. Yeah. You know, I had to come home and hear all that ruckus. <laughs> oh, wow. <whatever. laughs> but you know, when you. But it's, when you when your passion and your purpose is mentoring, you know, and, and to be honest with you, executive work was not my passion, nor my... No, no nor your purpose. Sure wasn't mine. It wasn't mine either. So. Right. So, right. so to be able to hire an executive director, it, it took me out of that paperwork and, and all that, you know, and, and back to what I felt like my purpose was, and that was mentoring young Mm -hmm. And so, um, and, when the, and the unique thing is, we meet them where they're at. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, our key thing is we show them love first because mm -hmm. we don't. It ain't no tough love. That's what they. The tough part, they already going through that part. They at have home, enough of that. Street. We show them mm -hmm. the love that they missing, and uh, mm -hmm. 
these, these young people, we don't, we don't ever want to, we don't use the word at risk. We use mm. kids with lifestyle challenges because mm. we all at risk. Mm. As you can see, mm-hmm. we live in, in a time now yeah. where everybody's wearing masks. We all at risk right yeah. now. So uh, these young people, they look forward to coming to group. They look forward to the college tours we take them on. We bring in speakers. Uh, we take them to prison tours. We, we have... We involve them in so much to yeah. where they can't ever say, did no one ever tell me or show mm-hmm. me? We try to expose them to so much. You know, uh, believe it or not, we had students in a program, never went to Wichita State, been on campus, and blew them away just to be on that campus is right in their community. Yeah. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. we try to take them beyond just the four walls that they see and expose them to a lot of things that. I even got to see myself that I yeah. never got to see. Yeah. Just, you know, the opportunities that, you know, people that support Rise Up for You gave mm-hmm. us, you know, the funding where we can be able to take these young people and, right. do, things and, right. and do a lot of things for them. So yeah. it's really been great. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Um, I love that you guys are right here in the city and you're showing them. This is here. This is for you. This is for you now. Um, it was always for you. We're going to help you figure out how to take it how to use it, how to use these tools, how to be here. Um, Wow. And so you became Rise Up for Youth when you kind of formed the nonprofit. Is there anything behind the name Rise Up for Youth? Well, no, to be honest with you, you know, when we merged our two programs together, as far as, you know, dropping the name, Do You Want to Live or Die in class? And, and became sisterhood and brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it was a time, as I'm sure ICTSOS knows, it comes a time where you have to name your organization. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember just laying in the bed and, and just really doing some deep thinking on what I wanted, or what we, I'm sorry, what we wanted to do with young people in our community. And I just thought, I want the community to rise up for our youth, mm-hmm. and it just clicked, and I woke David up. It's like, it. what do you think of Rise Up for Youth? And, and you know, and he liked it. And mm-hmm. I said, well, let's see if there's, you know, how you Google is there anybody else out there with the same <laughs> yeah. exact name. Yeah. And you know, it was some some people out there had some similarities of the the name, but sure. but you know, it stuck, and it, yeah. and it and we juggled with so many logos. We had people drawing, and then we ended up with. It's beautiful. This logo, and it was like the sun rising, and yeah. it had the color, bright colors. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah. Uh, you That's know, fantastic. We have one of those jobs, and I always say this, you know, some people don't like going to work in the mornings. Mm. You know, uh, I enjoy going to work, because dealing mm-hmm. with young people is never a dull moment. It's, yeah, no. It's some stuff They're going fun. on, you know. Because I know when I was young, it was some stuff going on. Yeah. I, I wish it was programs like Rise Up For You was mm. around when I was there, mm-hmm. their age. I think I probably would have been on a different path in my life. Yeah. Uh, there are, you know, a lot of other organizations out there that's helping you. But when we were growing up, there was there were no organizations yeah. out there like that. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one was there. Wow. Um, so you are mostly doing the mentoring now. Do you have other mentors on your staff? Oh, yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's how you're able to, to mentor right. so that, many that's students. Exactly. That you know. Right. Before it was just me and David, and yeah. it, you know, it was. There's no way that you that we could really touch each one of those students' lives and, and give them the time that they so needed and mm-hmm. so deserved. And so you know the the need was greater than the than the workers, and, and we knew that it had come to a time where we needed more workers. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to hire more staff was, that was the blessing right there because Mm -hmm. then we were able to reach more students. And so we have Miss Kiosha and Miss Vanessa that works with the young ladies. And we have Sean and uh, Lee Hertz that works in Sean Gates. They both work with the young men and uh, Doing a great job. Our goal is to get in all the high schools in yeah. Wichita. We just need to get in the south and northwest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then hopefully one day 
feed into the middle schools, then feed into the high schools. Yeah. And then one day. And then one day become a, a then, <laughs> then yeah. the bigger picture is become a national program. There you go. Yeah. 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 To at least and across you know, the state and then across the nation. Yeah. 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 But we always said we wanted to start home. You know, yeah. we wanted to, to right. start at home. I mean, our community has been such a blessing to us. You know, uh, you know, David talked about his past. I, I come from that past also, you know, suffering from addiction and, and uh, you know, just I, growing up, I didn't have, I had, my mother died when I was three, so I didn't have that female role model in my home, and my father was raising eight children by himself, so I just remember, you know, being that young lady that was just not making good choices and did not have a positive role model in my life to just kind of tell me, you know, Lynn, you, you might need to think about some of the choices you're making. So yeah. for me to, to make all the mistakes and then be able to share with young people what not to do mm -hmm. is, is, that's the purpose right there. Yeah. That's, you know, that's when you know you can make a difference in someone's life if you can really be honest and authentic mm -hmm. and just, uh, you know, share with them some of your truth yeah. and hopefully they listen and sometimes they will, and sometimes life has to teach them. But I think that's where Rise Up for Youth is special because we love them and we meet them where they're at. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what we needed growing up. That's what every person everybody needs. needs. When they, yeah, that's what everybody needs. Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. So you need somebody to always tell you it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's what Rise Up for Youth does. Mm -hmm. I love it. I've been sitting here thinking about the two kind of experiences that you both just shared about. Um, about you starting this organization and then with you choosing that name and it seemed like you were both in a moment you said you were both laying in bed and you kind of felt like it just hit you or right. well, God spoke more, to you well, like a cot <laughs> we was in the county jail we at that time facing penitentiary time we were just you now you said bed well I knew I knew where you were but <laughs> I said kind of bring that up <laughs> but to be honest with you we were just now be getting out of prison right now uh finishing up a long sentence uh and to get a second chance you know and that's one thing that we we try to give these young people you know, uh, give them a, a chance, you know, because some of them, they're going to make mistakes. And we want to let them know that you can, you're going to make mistakes as you get older and go through life. And, you know, as long as you learn from those mistakes and move forward, you'll be okay now. Uh, and, and don't get us wrong, we we get on them now. Uh, oh, sure. We get on them. We, oh, sure. we reward them. But at the same time, when they do stuff they ain't got no business, we let them know, okay, now, that's, you don't, you, you know better than that. Uh, and we stand in a gap for a lot of, uh, uh, because a lot of these young men that I, uh, we call ourselves champions. I don't, we don't say mentors anymore. We say champions. Uh, our staff, we, a lot of our young men don't have fathers in their lives. So we stand in the gap. We're not trying to be their father. We're just trying to be a, uh, another person in their lives that's helping them along the way to, you know, to become better men in life, you know. And one of the things I always tell the young men as you become older, no matter where you at, always look out for the women and children in your community. Mm -hmm. uh, if nothing else you do or nothing else you learn from us, at least do that much, mm -hmm. you know, as you go along your journey as becoming a man. So, Yeah, it's incredible. I just think about you too and kind of having those moments of almost like being picked up from your situation and, and being planted. Like this is this is where I'm taking you. This is your next place. Um, and look at what it's grown to and where you guys have come. Talk to me about a little bit more about the future for you guys. What is, what is your hope? Where do you, where do you want to go? And then let's talk a little bit more about, you know, what, what is that going to take for you guys? Well, I know, you know, uh, and, and when I think about moving forward, I mean, it's always a blessing when, you're able to uh, change a, the life of a, of a young person. But, you know, it's, it's even more of a blessing when they come back to give back, uh, to, to mentor someone because someone mentored them. So mm -hmm. it's like paying it forward. So when, when, when I talk, when we talk about uh, what do we want, what do we, what do we want and need, you know, we just... 
for me, you know, I want us to grow. I want us to, of course, be able to reach more young people. And of course, in order to do that, we need more staff. You know, we we uh, we would love to, you know, right now we are blessed to be in the Orpheum building, but this is where our administrative uh, offices are. But it, it would be such a blessing to have uh, a building where we can actually do programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are able to hire a program director, Ms. Kristen Gunner. She's doing a, a wonderful job. But to be able to have a, a safe place for young people to go to, to learn new skills, to uh, learn how to fill out a FAFSA or, or do scholarships or, or, you know, pick colleges, it's that, that to me is where um, I think our great need is, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be able to, you know, just work with more youth, which yeah. would mean more staff, and to have a place for those youth to go right. when they're, instead of running the streets or right. getting into things that, that yeah. we don't want them to get into. So getting into more schools. More finances, a building, more staff. That's our big dreams, I know. But when we speak of a building, I I, I see the building where the young people run the building themselves. Yeah. And we oversee Mm. the building, but they run. As when you walk in, there's young people at the door. There's young people at the desk. There's young people checking people in. Mm -hmm. It's there because if if they put skin in the game, they'll take care of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like I said, a place where they feel safe. You know, when they get out of school, somewhere they can come in where we have a computer lab, where we mm-hmm. have a hands-on training place to get learn yeah. some skill or something. All those great things, you know, just a, a nice place, just where they can just let out some steam and mm-hmm. just feel comfortable, you know, and feel mm-hmm. safe that they can go somewhere without, like she said, being on the streets because right. our streets are becoming a PlayStation now. Mm. And, you know, uh, getting connected in those gangs and uh the drugs and all those things out there just calling their names yeah. every day, all day, that's not going to stop doing it. Mm. Uh, if they have somewhere where they can really go, especially for our teams, mm. there's yeah. really no place for them to really right. just hang out there besides the streets. Right. right. And, and right. you know, and then I think yeah. of our teens, they are closer to being out in the real world. Mm. So to give a young person a skill, uh, you know, to or to expose them to mm-hmm. the workforce or to post-secondary education, uh, you know, because let's be honest, all of our kids are not going to go to a four-year university. Some of our no. uh, kids, they just want a, a job. But, yeah. but that what does that do to a person? I mean, that gives them pride, that gives them a purpose, you know, that gives them uh, self-esteem, you know, so they are our future. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if we don't work hard to prepare them, then we're losing a whole generation. And so I think for me, my thought is if we don't equip our high school students with the tools that they need to be successful, we are all doing them a disservice. Mm-hmm. And that's why we expose them to uh, different places like Black Hill Energy, West Star, mm. KG, I mean, I'm not going to say KG Energy, but that's West Star, but it's Evergy now. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got to get a, get the name right I before they the get me. I know the name changed. Because I know a lot of them, they'll they be on my head. They, yeah, they'll be on my head. <laughs> but we, we expose them to a lot of places, you know, yeah. uh, Wildcat Construction, mm. different places like that, so they can't have those skills. Right. Yeah, yeah. MSU Tech. So they get those skills. Because yeah. seven twenty five an hour, ooh, really, you, you can't live off of that. You, you really can't. Here is that's enough to pay your phone bill if that's it. You yeah. can't do nothing else. Yeah. Uh, but we want these kids to know that you don't have to come out working fast food. Yeah. You can go get you a nice paying mm-hmm. job that's going to really take care of you, you right. know, you know, and uh, put a roof over your head or right. whatever you need to take yeah. care of yourself. And, and we expose them to those type of uh, mm. companies and we bring in those speakers and different things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, and so yeah. they, they, like I said, so they can't say, well, they don't want to ever tell me. Yes, you know, we want you to know about all these companies that will hire you. Mm-hmm. If you just take the opportunity to put in those applications and, and, yeah. and, and, and learn that skill. And learn yeah. the skill yeah. and, uh, and on the job training. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing Lynn is big on is, you know, we need to get these young people some on-the-job training, some mm-hmm. type of skills, because mm-hmm. for you, your universities, they're, 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 a lot of our young people, some of them don't. You know, some will go. Don't get me wrong, we do have a lot of students that have graduated from four-year university. Then we have a lot that just 
That's not the path that they want. You know, and that's okay. And college is not for everyone. And that's, that's okay. And we understand that. Yeah. And, we, and we get to the point now where we don't say, you know, you need to go to college. You need, because you keep putting, you know, we, you know, we, it's not for everyone. Yeah. I went to college, but deep down inside, college wasn't for me. I, I went because I was playing football. As you can see, I got kicked out of college because my attitude was bad. But, you know, um, yeah, I look back and think about, I wish I would have stayed in college, but, mm -hmm. but you know, it really wasn't for me. I, I, Cause I wasn't the type that want to study and do all those paperwork and all that stuff. I wouldn't know, no, I'd rather just do what I wanted to do. And I see that it didn't pay out. So they, well, this ain't for you, so you need to leave. So. My hope is that that idea that is just kind of an American idea right now is that you've got to do a four-year university and then even a master's degree is kind of the, the norm now. <laughs> right. And then you go and you, you know, you, you follow this specific track. My hope is that that will continue to change. And I have a lot of hope with programs like the WSU, WSU Tech, Tech program yes, and more yes, trade jobs. Yes. That's, yeah. that's quick really, careers. It's really what we need right now. Yeah. 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 degrees and doctor's degrees unemployed when right. people get a certification that's working. Right. You right. know, and they get jobs like this because you're certified. Yeah. But, you know, we, 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 you know, it's, we encourage them to pursue post-secondary education, but we want them to really realize what it is that they want. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that, that's where it is. Not what we want, not what you've been hearing since you've been, you know, in pre-K, but, you know, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, you know, but honestly realistic goals what is it that you want because if if it's something that you're doing like what we do it doesn't feel like work I mean if you're doing something that you love it, it really doesn't feel like work so it's just helping those students find their path and, and that's what it's about helping them find their unique path not everybody else's but theirs what has it been like working with um, businesses and um, some of these you know career paths or trade jobs how what is it like for your kids trying to enter into that now these a lot of these businesses want they 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 need because they want to be able to teach them the skills that they need like it yeah they want to hire workers they they want young people that want to work and so if they have the opportunity to be exposed to like for instance black hills uh energy and uh, wild cow construction i mean those are yeah and a lot of our kids are interested in law enforcement, so they done done a lot of ride-alongs. Mm -hmm. uh, Chief Ramsey comes out and speaks to our students, so, you know, they're really uh, solving the edge on yeah. being police officers. You right. know, it was all that stigma. I don't want to be a police officer. Yeah. I don't he, like the police. He really came in and, yeah. and let them... See a different part of that yeah, career. And, and ask questions, be themselves, and he just opened the, the, you know, the doors and said, hey, whatever it is you want to ask, ask. Uh, Officer Watson did a Zoom with the students a couple weeks ago, and it was, it was, it was lovely. They just asked whatever they felt, and he gave good feedback. Mm -hmm. We got a part two September twenty second with him again, and mm -hmm. uh, and, it, and I think that being exposed to those kind of careers really helps, especially with the young ladies, because uh, you know a lot of them they don't see law enforcement as a career path for them, even but then right they hire even construction. construction, you're right, uh, and so when we when we're able to expose the, our young people to these kind of careers, it's just like a light bulb goes off. They can see themselves doing that. And that's what it's about. I think uh, it's about exposure, yeah. you know, exposing these kids that, to things that they would not have thought of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they may not have realized that that was within their wheelhouse. Yeah, absolutely. So what has it all been like with COVID this year for you guys, for, for you guys? <sighs> And then for your for your kids, what kind of challenges has that put that in put them in? Well, for me, it's been <laughs> a challenge. I'm I'm, I'm a I hands like on. I to be hands on with the students. <laughs> I'm and, a hugger. I like really to hug. To no, I love your hug. I wanted to hug you, Amber, but we have to stay six I feet apart. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, this has really been a challenge. I I like to be hands on with the students, and you know, because a lot of times, you know, our students are. That's how they learn. They like to see you face to face and really share what's going on because, you know, over the phone or Zoom, it's kind of difficult with the distractions. They really want to 
be in your face and really talk to you and really get that sound advice that, mm-hmm. that you can give them or just like Lynn say, they might just need that hug mm-hmm. or that, you know, that tough love as we mm-hmm. don't like to say, but they, they need that. They, mm-hmm. they want some structure. Some structure and, and, and they miss that, that constructive criticism. They want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so it's been, they it's say been this is the norm right now and I think our, our young people, because they, they're young adults, they, they're adjusting. Mm-hmm. They're adjusting. I think it's going to be hard for a lot of them because, you know, some of our students are in single parent homes and so a lot of responsibility is going to fall on them mm-hmm. if they got to get up in the morning, get their younger brothers and sisters up and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's mm-hmm. going to be challenging. Uh, but I just w- want them to know that we're there to help them. Yeah. We're going to help them yeah. get through that. And that I, that's the great thing about, you know, thank God for Zoom, you know, because we're able to at least see our kids and and, and look at them in their eyes and, and they can tell us if they, you know, are okay or if they need anything. So, like David said, Zoom, it's it's getting better. You know, um, a lot of a lot of kids, don't, they, they may not want you to see their space. But our one-on-ones work better. We so, can just talk to them on, right. uh, one-on-one on the phone. or You know, they got our work number. They can call it. It works better with the one-on-ones because someone can get personal. They don't want everybody to know their business or, right. you know. I don't know how many, you know, if I was a teenager, I don't probably wouldn't want you in my house every day looking in my room. Because <laughs> right. I'm, I'm the type I say, boy, clean up your room, do something. You know, <laughs> right. but I, I can understand them, you know, the privacy sure. part, but... Uh, but I think they're getting it's they're getting, getting better. Used to it, they know but, yeah, you know, and and I think it's great practice because that that may be the way they will be learning this probably school next, year. Probably you know, next year too. This, we don't this know. school year. Know. So at least this year for sure. Yeah. This year yeah. for sure. So we we kind of started our zooms early. We yeah. were a, a little bit ahead of the game. Right. So we we got them at least used to being uh, on. Zoom on a camera and and getting comfortable with uh, talking on a camera. So, you know, we just hope they do well Hopefully this that's year. Part Hopefully, of setting them up yeah. for success this year well, with yeah. the, doing that with their teachers. So yes. they're already used to yes. it. Yes. Yeah. 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 So we're just encouraging at this point. We're yeah. just, um, you know, we know encouraging. Gonna tough. We know it's going to be tough for them, but we just want them to know that, you know. You're not the only student going. It's all yeah. across the country. It really is. <laughs> right. Across right. the world. Right. Like the whole world. The whole world. Yeah. 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 So, we'll get through it. Yeah. We'll get through it. We'll get and that's what it. we have to keep telling them. Yeah. We will get through this. You know, and, and they become adults and they're going to be like, well, way back in 2020, we had to do Zoom, y'all. You know, they're going to have stories to tell. Uh-huh. So it's just part of history. That's they all. sure they, will. They part of history. Yeah, this know? is going to mark that this generation yeah. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be amazing to see what they do, how they use this experience and and what what they do in our nation in the future. Because I was telling them when we was in high school, we was talking like year 2020 was the future. Spaceship, flying cars. (laughs) Now we didn't think it was going to be this. We're all locked in our home. (laughs) It's a pandemic. You know, something you see in a movie is real, you know. But we'll get to it. crazy. It is absolutely, it's absolutely crazy. All right. So I could probably just sit here and talk to both of you all night because I love you. I think you're fan. I think the work that you're doing is fantastic. Um, I'm so grateful you're in, in my city um, that I get to, to be here and experience you guys um, changing the next generation, their future. But what do you need from I mean, the name of your organization is Rise Up for Youth. What do you need from the community? How can we rise up and support you guys and support your kids? Well, I know for me right now, a lot of my students uh, went off to college and some of them went off to college with the bare minimum. Uh, They, you know, they... You know, some of them, I, I'm, I'm thinking of one particular student now that, you know, didn't have a lot and, and her, came from a single-parent household. And, you know, college items, you know, to get kids, get their dorm rooms, especially the ones that are staying on campus, you know, getting their dorm supplies. That's that's always a need. Uh, you know, some of our kids that's going to college in our town in Wichita, you know, Newman, WSU, whatever, just school supplies, you know, that, that, that's always helpful. But, uh, of course, 
we we always need financial help. I mean, this work, eventually we know that this pandemic will be over and we will be taking our kids on, on uh, tour buses and, and taking them across the state to visit colleges. So, of course, you always say we need finance finances. But then, you know, like David always says, uh, you know, it's not always about the money, you know, volunteers, you know. Yeah, I think time is time is the, is more precious than anything. Just invest in time. Yeah. Uh, these young people just want to know that there's people out there that care about them. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. we can talk we can talk all day long about it, but if we don't show action, they like to see action. You know, see that people really invest in them, and, mm-hmm. and once they see that, then they they make those adjustments and say, "There's people out there that really care about us." then they start changing their lifestyles. Absolutely. So what does it look like to volunteer for you guys? Well, uh... Well, right now we're slow, of yeah, course, right but, but when this is all over, we, we do monthly uh, enrichment workshops okay. where we provide a meal for the young people that come. So I think this last year, I mean, before the pandemic, we would have over 60 kids show up to a workshop okay. uh, close to... Was I, I think our biggest one was like 80 kids came. Wow. So we had to feed 80 kids. So. Yeah. And then we, if we combine the group, the boys, the, I'm sorry, yeah. boys, the young people together, girls yes. and the young men, the students yeah. together, yeah. It, can, it can, you know, just yeah. get so to feeding them. A whole lot of kids. You know. A whole lot of kids. Yeah. And they can eat a lot of food. Yeah, and they can yeah. eat a lot of food. You're and, not and, teenagers. And <laughs> young men, I think it's, it's hard to find men. The volunteer for young men, women all day long, but for young yep. men, is, it's yep. hard to find men to bond with yeah. young men. I don't know what it is. They just that connection with young men and men is just, you know, it's know hard. Is I don't either. either, but I but I have noticed <laughs> that women. I have never had a problem with women volunteering to empower young ladies. Yeah, just have that. You know, that, tough, that you know. toughness. I suppose so. Yeah. I think it goes back to so before we started this podcast, you know, we were having a conversation a little bit about that that man box, um, and it, you know, it could go to just the way that our society's been raising men for generations. Right. That you know, the the people who jumped out and helped were the women, right? And we need to know, break that. I we think need it to. Was just, yeah, I think it's just there's there's kind of an image that maybe as a man, it's just not something really that you. I don't know. I, I, these are just some thoughts. That's that that's our plea <laughs> you know. to get more men to yeah. to volunteer, especially you know, mm. men, young men, our our students. They need to see. Men. And, and, and I when I I tell men to come, you know, most of our uh, students in our program are uh, African American students, mm-hmm. but we want our students to understand that you're not going to deal with people that look just like me and Lynn all the time. We want them to see there's. People that's white, black, green, it doesn't matter. You know, we don't see color, we see people. And we want our students to see the same thing. If someone's here to help you, let them help you. Because uh, that's what the world, world looks you know, like, you know. Uh, we want them to understand that. Don't always think you got to deal with someone who looks the same, like you the same color as you. That ain't how the world uh, goes around. It's, you got to deal with all walks of life. Uh, so that's why we bring in different people. And uh, But really trying to get men to volunteer is like, pulling teeth you know it's, I know it is uh, and don't get me wrong I do get so some men but to yeah. get that number of men like the young ladies get that you'd like to have it's hard and, yeah you know uh, yeah yeah what's that can I hear yeah you can hear the cars go by it's okay, oh, okay. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a challenge but uh, hopefully after all this pandemic goes away yeah. holy some men to step up and say I'm yeah. willing to you know even just like I say it's time so. you know just come to a workshop or come share your story or mm-hmm. yeah. you know, or your career we, path or you know, yeah. we do certain things with the young man you know a lot of them like to go you know we can go fishing or something just right. I don't like to fish but I'll go <laughs> there's some yeah I'll go right. somebody out there know how to fish there's men that love but a lot of young boys thing. you know young men like yeah. to fish yeah. you know some of them probably don't even know how right. because no one ever took them but teach right. them how to put a worm on it. Absolutely. All that kind of stuff. You yeah. know, just little the little bare minimal, like tie right. tie or something, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, I got to learn how message. to tie one. So yeah. yeah. And I don't even like wearing them, but I wear them. If I, <laughs> right. I leave it tied, so I'll just slide it on. If I ever take one of those, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and don't look at me because so, I don't know. I'm not going to be on YouTube yeah, trying to retie ties. Yes. But, you know, just a little, just that little stuff like that, yeah. you know, that, 
you would, you know, thank your father or your uncle, mm-hmm. someone in your family would just what teach it, you. Would do for you. You do for it. Teach right. you how to do those things. It's a no-brainer for right. a lot of families. But right. if you don't have that person. If you don't have that person there, you wouldn't know. So it's just use. like what you were saying about, you know, moving a kid into a college dorm. If you've right. got some enough finances and your parents have, you know, the a car and the means to get you to the place, then they head to Walmart and they get you some exactly. cute things for your dorm. Yeah, like Not I, every kid has that. Exactly. I, and I, I always share this story about a young lady that, you know, she worked hard and and she got to the point where yeah. she, she was able to get a scholarship to go to Butler Community College right in El Dorado. But when we got to the dorm, you know, her mom didn't have a car. So I t- took her to uh, the dorm and mm-hmm. we got there the, the her roommate got there before us so her side of the room was all beautiful and decked out and and when her bag she didn't have all that she didn't have the colorful rugs or the mm-hmm. pink and purple curtains and and the computer and she didn't have all that so I remember looking at her and she immediately felt like she did not belong Mm -hmm. because she didn't have. And so that was one of the things that I took away was that if uh, a student made it to college to be in a dorm, to pursue their higher education, that I was going to make sure that they were prepared, that there was going to be nothing to make them feel less than or that they didn't belong. So I, I did start the college care packages to, to where people could volunteer to support us in that effort. And so that's one of the things that I'm, you know, I just, I'm always talking about it because I'm passionate about it. We so. need to add you in with our, that's what the Clean Start Drive is. That Jen had that same idea. Yes. Uh, because she was doing the same thing. Thing. You know, getting getting a kid into either the first apartment, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not heading to a college exactly. dorm, you've got some kind of either transitional living is right. going on or you're moving into a new place. And, you know, you move in and um, sometimes if you're still within the, the foster care system, um, you know, there might be yeah. a little bit of something for you to get some groceries and stuff, but right. you're going to need a lot more toilet paper. Right. You're gonna, that money goes away. That money goes away like real that. fast. I remember, David, I had some young men that were going to some job interviews and just didn't have the proper attire to go to yeah, the interview. It takes a lot. You know, it it takes a lot. Young men interview clothing. Like you women, you know, they get donated clothes all the time. Right. And to get some young men just to get a pair of slacks and a dress right. shirt. Because a lot of young men, they don't dress. They don't have those attire. Right. You know, if I tell a young man to get dressed up to them is some shorts uh, or a pair of jeans <laughs> and a jeans and my nicest yeah, t-shirt yeah, that I yeah, probably got but, yeah a pair of slacks yeah but they wouldn't come to me and say I don't have because like you say the pride won't let them say I don't have a pair of slacks or that dress shirt yeah. you know and then when they show I'll be like all you had to do you, you know yeah it costs something to ask for help for yeah. all of us yeah. For absolutely all of us to turn around. And it's one of the things that we talked about in our last podcast, um, TJ and I, he said, um, he's a friend of ours. He used to be a pastor. He said he moved a washing machine by himself from his basement to his car to take it somewhere else because he didn't want to ask for help. He's like, I can just, I can get down. I'm a strong guy. I can get down there. I can pick up that washing machine. I can put it in my truck and I can the take washing. it. It was heavy. He said, I hurt my back. I That's what I said. It's easy. And then he said, you know, how, how mad would you be Amber and, and my husband, David, if you found out that I moved that and yeah, you, all were, you could have did was that. that yeah. If I, call us, we'll yes. help you move a washing machine. Yeah. Up. It's no big deal. And then we get to see you, we get to help you. And then mm-hmm. our relationship and connection is there. And so it, but there's something about asking for help that I think makes it really, really hard that, yeah. you know, for anybody, no matter who you right, are asking right. for help. Um, and as an organization, it's tough too because oh, yeah. we're always asking for always we need more asking. money, yeah. we need more help, we need this, we need that. But it's it's just it's so important, and we can't really minimize the connection it allows us to have and the relationship it allows us to have whenever we let other people help us because people love to help. They yeah, just, just often don't know how. Now. I just say, Glenn, all they can tell us is no. Yeah, that's, that's all they say. Yes or no? Take a risk. Yeah, that's true. Yes or no? That's true. Yeah, and and our community is such a giving community. Mm-hmm. You know, like you guys, you guys are amazing. You you have so, so many. We're amazing. So the many. Is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. the help is. I know the help is out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. We couldn't do this work without all the people to support Rise Up for You. Yeah. I mean, there's no way. 
there's no way we could do yeah. what we do without the support. Yeah. It, yeah. it couldn't even, Absolutely. yeah, no way. And, no and way. as you, you had that big shout out for your staff, your staff and your volunteers and oh, everybody man. that comes. There's, there's no way. Yeah. It's amazing how yeah. we all come together. Well, I'd like to just put one last shout out here to, um, to our listeners that, um, if you would like to help Rise Up for Youth, David and Lynn Gilkey, um, I will be posting their information in the show notes, as well as potentially I'll talk to you guys about maybe getting some, if you've got some Amazon wish lists or you've got some needs, maybe for some kids for dorms or apartments or as we're moving into online schooling, if there's anything that you need, send us some lists and we'll post that as well. Just if anybody is in a situation like you were, maybe laying in bed thinking about this, and maybe God's going to pluck their heartstring right. and That's say, cot, "Hey, I got Amber, something for you that, to do." It's a cot. The cot. Well, no matter where you are, you might be in a jail. Right. <laughs> you might be in a jail. You might be on a cot. Right. You might be on the on the sidewalk. You might be in a bed. That's you might right. be sleeping in your car today. Wherever right. you are, if you've got something, um, you know, we don't want to limit that opportunity. That maybe maybe you're going to be moved to help out. So um, I'll post some things in the show notes. I'll put some things on our website of how we can help you guys. Um, and then is it okay if we include your contact information so people oh, can reach out to do. you? For yes, yes. And, and of you, course, you can always visit our, our website. Yeah. It's at riseupforyouth.org. Please go and, and check out our, our website. Um, Facebook, we're, yeah. we're on Facebook. Yeah. Well, we have a oh, Rise yeah. Up for David's Youth page. David's passing his card yeah. right here. So yeah. I'm going to copy all the information down for you guys. There's number over there. There yeah. it is. Okay. So I'll include all of your information here for our listeners. You guys can you guys can find that on there. Um, I don't want to keep you all night. I appreciate you guys so much. We had to reschedule. You guys met in the evening. It worked out for us. Um, I know you guys are busy. You're mentoring kids. And I know that you have to take care of your own souls and your own hearts and... and <laughs> Your minds and your bodies as well, because the the work that you do is is so hard, as rewarding and wonderful and and worthy that it is. I know that it's so hard; it takes a toll on you. So we just we appreciate you. Oh, guys we so appreciate much. you. We appreciate ICTSOS for supporting us with the virtual race, and we hope that it goes and, and that it's a success. Man, I'm sure it's so going to be a success. Sure Everybody well. loves Jennifer White. Everybody loves yeah. Jennifer. Everybody loves Jen. Everybody loves Jen. So oh, we love her too. And she loves everybody. I That's know. why. I know. Yeah. It's that love that you guys were talking about. That's what we all need and crave. And yeah, it's out there. That's what the world needs right now. It just sure There's does. a whole bunch of love. So thank you, ICTSOS. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate thank you. Thank you for coming appreciate here you. on the podcast. And of course, as always, you guys let us know if we can do anything for you. Okay. We want to sure rise up for you. Right, right along with you guys. All right. right there with you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.